Welcome back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, DM Clinton, and I'm here with, uh, well, the Warriors of Light, we'll call them. This is just a brand new thing to me because I haven't been paying attention for the last four or five years. <laughs> All right, uh, we're being led by Alex, who's playing Aristotle. I'm going to lead you guys off a clip, so I hope you can fly. Nathan is going to play Reeton. I just killed a Wendigo. Aiden has played Raskin. Uh, I've died and come back from the dead. And Connor might play Hugo. We're a couple of episodes into the final chapter, so now is a perfect time to start focusing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We are here at the cabin on the edge of the Kodars, and they had just defeated a Wendigo who was haunting this region. There were two dwarven brother ghosts that were working with each other in a silent battle of wills. Karavek and Silas Vecker, they're inside the cabin right now. The Wendigo has just been its head lopped off and it plummets to the ground in a crash. Reedon has a weird way of doing that to like everything that he bumps into. Right? Dismemberment is his middle name. All right, you have just defeated the Wendigo. What do you do? Loot his corpse. Okay, Reeton moves down to loot the corpse and investigates, finds nothing. Braskin, Hugo, Aristotle, what do you do? We should check on those bodies. Uh, not the bodies, the uh, the spirits, the apparitions. Yeah. All right. Same, the same thing. Move to where you can see what they're doing. Do you want me to stay in, like, rounds worth of movements, or you just want me there? Nah, just go ahead and move. Hugo re-enters the upper floor of the cabin. Okay. I wanted to do another thing. You can do all the other things you want. Can I use a survival skill to get meat off the Wendigo? Yes. I don't think you want to eat that meat, man. That's some bad beef. Wait, don't, I don't need to eat. I just wanted to just see if I could do it. Yes. And I rolled a 26. You succeed. Cool. And I have Wendigo meat. You have Wendigo meat. Filet of Wendigo. <laughs> hey, Reed, and see if you could find the Wendigo's footprints. <laughs> Why don't you try, try trying to find the Wendigo's footprints, huh? Because I'm blind. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. All right. As you guys talk amongst yourselves, now that the Wendigo is defeated or driven off, Silas wins the silent confrontation with his brother in, well, about five minutes, at which point Karavek's ghost suddenly relaxes and sighs. His teeth return to normal, and his feet grow back before he fades away into nothingness. Silas turns to face you, his expression now at peace, but not without an element of sadness. His final words to you before he fades are a warning. You've saved my brother. You have saved me. I should reward you by simply taking the path to Shinshuast with me into the great beyond. Yet I sense that you still harbor a desire to see those golden runes. Very well. Look to the pages of my ledger for the way, and may Torag watch over you in the darkness to come. As he finishes speaking, Silas fades away as well. As he does, several parchment pages appear and float lazily to the ground. Thanks, Silas. These are the missing five pages from Silas's ledger. Yes. Oh, good. Yuko will pick them up and look at them intently before realizing he can't read a damn thing. 
This has happened before. I recall. It's an ongoing joke. I can read things, but I can't read Dwarven. Oh, I can read Dwarven. I'll take this. Here you go. You see exacting details on the route to Jinchalast. Oh, perfect. And you put the Vekers to rest. So I'm awarding you 51,200 XP. It's 12,800 each. I'll take it. Okay. As you read, you see the first step as we enter into part three on the world's roof. The first step for you, according to the Vekker's directions, is to continue traveling up the Kazaron River until you reach the second tributary. The ledger identifies this river as the legendary River Ava, yet it also says the winding route between the Kodar Mountains is not one for the faint of heart. There are no banks to walk along, and the river itself often rises in cataracts of up to 300 feet in height as it climbs ever higher into the mountains. The waters of the river of Awe are freezing cold, yet they themselves never freeze. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's your first step. And I would like, I, I mean, do you guys want to rest here, get some life back, and then go? In fact, the snow is beginning to abate. The winds are dying down. Hooray. We could start a fire, take a nap, level up. Yeah, we could do all of that. Might not be a bad idea. I don't need it, but I could watch. All of those things. Heal. I also have a spell now, so we can literally do it whenever or wherever we want. You set up the fire in the uh, grate above the sluice chute, and uh, you uh, hunker down for another evening. Everyone can rest uneventfully, getting back your hit dice in hit points, unless someone does a first aid check. I mean, I can do a heal check for somebody, but I don't really have it trained. Providing long-term care is a DC 15, Shit. and you can't apply it to yourself. Well, I tried to help somebody, and I rolled a 13, so. All right, let's try it. Come here, you big oaf. Uh, I got a four. <laughs> I, uh, I see you have some cuts and lacerations, and I'm just going to pet you on the back. There, there, buddy. Put some pressure on it as he puts pressure on it in the form of slaps. I might as well give it a shot. So finally, Aristotle says, well, here's some brownies. <laughs> and what they do is they cause everyone to relax and calm down. And then that heals. So instead of one hit points per level, you get two hit points per four, eight hours of rest. Except for me. Right. You don't get this benefit. That's correct. Any ability score points of damage, you guys can get that back too. I mean, I could use another 15 hit points, but... Sounds like a couple of potions or something. Yeah, it's probably better to take care of it that way than rest a lot more. Yeah. Okay. But I also want to say that I leveled up. Yay. Oh, okay. Anyone else level up? No. Nope. Getting closer. Okay. I'm at level 16 now. I need to roll a D12. Eight. That's not too bad. That's pretty good. Eight more hit points. Make sure you're including your constitution modifier as well. It might do that automatically in your digital character sheet. Yeah, it does it auto. It does that automatically. And then... Your base attack goes up, which means a new attack. Yep, my base attack is going up to 16, which means mm-hmm. I get four attacks. Yep. I'm choosing the rage power of Witch Hunter. Uh-huh. Which Witch Hunter... You can get it level one, it looks like. It doesn't have a level on it, but you have to have superstition first. And it says, do extra damage against spellcasters. And I just want to run... I think I know how this works, but I want to run it by you and make sure that I'm doing the math correctly. It says, while raging, the barbarian gains a plus one bonus to damage rolls against creatures possessing spells or spell-like abilities. The damage bonus increases by plus one for every four levels the barbarian has obtained. So at level 16, I would have plus five, I believe. That is correct to those creatures possessing spells or spell-like abilities. Yep. So I would get plus five damage, which would be 
pretty swell. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put some points. My extra point, I'm going to be doing to... Your favorite class point? Yes. I'm going to put that into skill. Okay. Which one? Perception. Yep. And I'm going to level up perception, survival, acrobatics, and... Disguise. That's a popular one. Disguise, right. You got to get better at that. <laughs> yeah. So So when he goes back to town, he's not killed. Yeah. He's got a hat for that. That's what, not a bugbear. That's just a really big dwarf. Well, there's, yeah, they're not They're not going to kill me. Why would they kill me? I'm more powerful than them. <laughs> I mean, I've been adventuring with you for That's a little true. bit, and I totally get why someone would want to kill you. Whether they can or not. Rude. I've seen you do some terrible things, man. Yes. Yes, you have. So... So, who does not have cold weather protection? No, Vraskin has it when he's not in dragon form. Yeah. And then during the night, you have warmth from a fire, so you guys are okay. But it's when you're traveling, you've got to pay attention to the cold. I've placed some cold rules in the chat to scroll up. We are in conditions of severe cold. So, once per hour, we're checking for cold and exposure damage to see if you get uh, non-lethal. Okay. All right. You currently are up to around 5,000 feet. Going higher will be high altitude, which is also uh, non-acclimated characters. Labor to breathe in the thin air. You will have to succeed on a fortitude save each hour. DC 15 plus one per previous check or be fatigued. The fatigue ends when you descend to an altitude with more air. How do you become acclimated? Spend two weeks in a low peak or high pass area. That's a long time. Are you ready to look at the map of the region? Yeah. I think this is the region. Yeah. Okay, so you're here at the cabin down here. We got the Kazaran River. Looks like you've got to the to the river of uh, about 100 miles, north by northwest. Okay? What do you guys do? That's going to take a while to fly. But we're not familiar with it enough to teleport. I have greater teleportation, though. Mm, that's true. So I don't need specifics. That is an option. Yeah. Really, just gonna go straight for the greater teleport? I mean, I'm just saying it's an option. Uh-huh. It is most certainly the quickest one as well. Whether that's a beneficial thing or not, I'm not sure. Well, you gotta describe to me where it is you are teleporting. Because you have not seen this, you have to have a reliable description to the place in which you are teleporting. Oh, oh, I, I have great detail that I can give to him. How's that? Because I, I have the parchment and I can read it and I can give him great description. Yeah, and I don't need that anyways, because it says, in addition, you do not need to have seen the destination, but you must at least have a reliable description. So actually, yeah, if you can read it off to me, that would be all I need. Well, it gives you directions, but it doesn't give you great detail as to the location itself, just how to find it. Is it a reliable description of how to find it? It's a reliable description of how to find it. You can follow the River Ava. It's up its banks, which are, there are no banks. And it, many times, it, you know what a cataract is, right? Cataract is a waterfall. So the river often rises in waterfalls up to 300 feet in height as it climbs ever higher into the mountains. As you follow the river upstream, the air will grow thin and the sky a deep blue. From leaving the Kazaron to the point just south of the ice mists, you are climbing thousands of feet to a height of just over 1,500 feet, or 15,000 feet above sea level. Sorry. It's not that high. No? That's some of the highest mountains in North America. Yeah, I've been on those. It's not that bad. Yeah? I mean, it's a little rough, okay. but it's not that bad. But it's all, I also wasn't blizzarding. And did you go to the... Yeah, I've been at like uh, 13,000, so it's a little bit more than that. And the air does get thin. 
All right, so he then says, eventually you reach the River Avaz source, a frozen swampland shrouded in glittering clouds of ice crystals known as the Fen of the Ice Mists. Yet even then, they find no indication of the ruined spires of Shinchalast. Here, the ledger tells you you must fast and wait for a night with a full moon, whereupon the remainder of the route is made clear to you. For here is the edge of Lang's otherworldly influence upon Galerion. Of course, he doesn't say anything about that, but you put it together. Well, that's fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we got to go up here. It looks like, from what I understand, it's being said, Clinton doesn't want us to use greater teleport. That's what it sounds I didn't say like. that. It doesn't seem like it's reliable <laughs> enough. So flight is going to need yeah. to be what we do. I agree with that. However, we have that oxygen issue that we've been beaten over the head with. So why don't we find somewhere where we could find like a wand of air bubble or something? Are you seeing back to Magnamar? Well, we could do that. Or we have to go up there and we have to acclimate. So we have to wait for a while so that mm-hmm. we can acclimate to get the more red blood cells. That's also an option. We can just wait. You can just yeah. go to the ice mist, Fen of the Ice Mists, wait there, camp there for a couple weeks, and then maybe fast on the eve of the full moon. We don't eat. Uh, None of us eat. Okay. Yeah. And then hope you can find it. Maybe the uh, path will appear. I think that's what we should do, guys. Do we want to prepare for this by doing anything? I I do not particularly need anything extra. Do you want any magical items to protect you from the cold? That would be useful. I'm good with a spell. I'd hate to wake up and find my allies to be popsicles, though. Okay. I mean, I'm sure one of us can use their survival skill to get a campfire going and stuff, as long as we can make it there. Well, it's the during travel that's the tough part. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, just hanging out, walking through the snow and stuff is going to be an issue. Not only that, you're going to go higher and higher and higher. As you know that Jinchalast is on the highest peak of the highest mountain in Galerion. I do have a question. Does somebody want to go back, get a wand of Endura Elements, and then come back? And I don't know if they have a wand of Endura Elements, but... Might need to be potions. Would that be enough? Yes, you can do wands that... It's potions that are more restrictive. Wand of Endura Elements would solve that. I still think we should do something about the oxygen, but Mm -hmm. maybe everything will be a-okay. There are potions called Elixir of the Peaks. User is treated as if acclimated to all high altitudes lower than a death zone and gain a plus two competence bonus on all survival checks made at elevations of above 5,000 feet. How long does it last? It doesn't... Oh, eight hours. So you're going to need a whole bunch of them for each of you. Yeah, Uh, 2,450. Oh, is that how much they cost a piece? Mm-hmm. Damn. See, my constitution's high enough. I'm cool with just toughing it out, but uh, I think that the Wand of Endure Elements would probably be the best bet yeah. for us. I'm just going to let you know, each hour that you have to check, you will eventually fail. Oh, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. So cold and altitude is the two main problems that are not easily resolved. I think the best bet would be to all of us get a ring of Endura Elements or something, or a wand of Endura Elements, we walk, and then we set up camp for a couple weeks. Elements only helps with the cold, too. I don't think that's going to help us with the altitude. Correct. That's that's why we have to wait a couple weeks. Yeah, if we just camp, we'll be fine. And if we each got one wand, we're not going to use that up in two weeks' time, I would think, because it's a 24-hour spell, right? Yeah. That's, that sounds like a good plan to me. Is everyone returning with you, or Aristotle, I, I take it you're the teleporter, so... I mean, yeah, if anybody wants to, I gotta pick up something else while I'm in town, too, so I can use the spell I got. We should probably stick together, though. Yeah. You don't want to leave somebody alone b- behind? Aw. I mean, they can stay behind if they want, but... Don't, you're not killing us. 
I don't really have anything I need. So, I mean, we can all go back, spend an hour or two in town, and then come back here if you want. That works with me. Yeah. Perfect. Ready when you are, Aristotle. All right. In case I haven't said so, because it, the last time we played, I was still blinking. I am going to turn off my ring of blinking before I teleport. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to teleport when we all group hug. We are going to Magnamar. Which part? Foxy G's Manor. It is kind of like the home base. So, yeah, we'll go to Foxy G's. Okay. You appear in Foxy G's living room. The whole team is there. Success. And it's so much warmer. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. Quite a shock to the system. Mm-hmm. It's like steam bath in here. All right. You're now in town. What do you want to do? Uh, check the markets. I need to buy a miniature ivory door, a piece of polished marble, and a silver spoon, each worth 5 GP. Okay. You spend approximately three hours searching everything down. You find all those bits. Anyone else? I mean, I'll take an updated list. Aha. Right. Okay. Look at things I can't afford. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I have a little under eight grand. Do you have anything on the treasure list? So I, I was meaning our party treasure list. Sorry. Okay, the treasure list is new. Hey, they got a potion of endure elements. All right. It's only 50 GP. Plus two hand axe, huge. Yeah, it's a huge plus two hand axe for a medium person. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so. That's why I was like, what? No. It's not a medium weapon. <laughs> it's a huge weapon. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh, potion of remune, uh, remove deafness and blindness. That might not be bad. It won't work for... Oh, yeah, I know it I won't know. work for you. No. It's because of his god. Hester's an asshole. He is. If only you could... Don't even say it, Clint. Well, look him in the <laughs> eyes. <laughs> I don't see anything on there I want. I'll pay 50 for that potion of endure elements. Got it. Sold. Might as well. Oh, we have a wand of lightning bolt that we can sell. Actually, that's a good spell. I might want that. The cape of the mountebank, no one claimed that, so we can sell that. There's a plus two construct being an earthbreaker. Did you take that, Reedon? I did take that, just in case. Okay. And then we divided up the bags of gold, right? If there's any gold on there... I don't think it's been divided up. It is not divided. Yeah, so there is 10,000 GP in there. So 2,500 apiece? Yep. One's a bark skin. That's good. That's why I have potions of it. I have a potion. There's life bubble. Oh, life bubble. That's... I think that was the spell I was thinking of, actually. just It's not going to last long enough. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, two hours per level. It's good. It's just not the next full moon's worth. I mean, to be fair, we could always just hang out in Magnamar until we know that the full moon's going to be there. and then. Yeah, I was sort of figuring that's what we'd do. That's not a bad idea. Okay. Well, we need the two weeks to acclimate, so we got to get there two weeks before. That's true. So it depends on what the moon scale is right now. Yeah, we, we can go there and, like, <laughs> I can make a campfire. Well, and then... you're in the brand new new moon, so you've got 30 days before. Dang it. All right, so we got two weeks before we got to get back. Yeah, you got 30 days before you get back. So a full month. There's also a bag of 14 gems. If we sell those, that is 900 GP. But that would be halved, right? Because it's gems. Or does do gems get halved? No, gems and jewelry and works of art are not halved. Yeah. What's your uh, rings of protection at? four i think mine's a four okay yeah mine's a four as well ring of protection plus four okay you're doing fine all right actually that gives me just enough to go buy another scroll of form of the dragon three <laughs> okay let's see if it's available cost three thousand seventy five percent chance 33 it is there perfect take all of my gold how about that wand of inter elements is that on the list nope okay 
33. Yep. Yeah. So, yes. Okay, so yes, it is it is there. You cool. find it. Uh, that's a level one spell, right? Uh, I think it's second. Second? No, Endure Elements is first level. And it is a 24-hour spell, you're right. Yes. Uh, communal Endure Elements is second. Ooh, get one of those. Well, it functions like Endure Elements, except you divide the duration in one hour increments when the creature's touched. Yeah. It's 24 hours divided by the... F- four of you so that's six hours a piece so three charges to get us through 24 hours it be four charges to get us through 24 hours not if we're resting with the fire remember hugo's good he doesn't need your handouts he can take care of himself it's fair so really what it is is it's just uh reduced casting time yeah either way it's actually it's the exact same no matter which I say let's just cheaper go to buy the first cheaper, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say it's significantly cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So uh, if I manage to find one of those, I am snatching that up. Yes, you do. And how much do you pay for it? Uh, it's seven fifty for a level one. Sounds great. Deal. Anyone else? Anything else? I got thirty th- gold, man. I got nothing. Yeah, Hugo is filthy rich, but the only thing he doesn't have is an eye slot right now. You want to find an eye slot? <laughs> I mean, you could get something that goes over there yeah there's a blind man's fold (laughs) (laughs) grants the effects of improved blind fight oh creatures which are unable to see normally gain no benefit from wearing this yeah (laughs) (laughs) also i have blind sense right now so it's okay blind sight up to 15 feet all right uh i take it you guys are waiting so you'll have to wait uh three weeks didn't we want to wait two weeks yeah because we have to take two weeks to acclimate yeah so the next week passes. There's a new treasure list. A rod of silent metamagic. Ooh. Pink and green sphere, Iune stone. And it's 750 gold for a wand of cure light wounds, right? Level one, yep. Yes. I should buy like 10 of those. Just first levels? That's the point of the wand, right? It's if you got time to sit down and heal up. Yeah, they are cheap. As well. Since I'm our backup healer anyways. Does anyone need an enhancement bonus to charisma that does that is slotless? Ooh, that would be good for me. You don't have an enhancement bonus already. Oh, no, I do. Never mind. Okay, so anyone could benefit from a slotless enhancement bonus. Could use the pink and green. It's a good item. I just, I have something better already. It's a plus two. That's the thing. Although, can you enchant them to be plus fours or plus sixes? There's rules for making them enhanced. They look up iron stones a lot. There's so many of them. For example, figuring out the price of upgrading a deep red sphere, Iune Stone, from a plus two to a plus four is just a matter of using the formula bonus squared times a thousand times two. Okay. You'd have to uh, have it crafted. Yeah, it makes sense. You'd have to find someone who could actually do that. 32,000 to get a plus four Iune Stone. It's way more than I got, so. I'm not a charisma caster, shockingly enough. (laughs) Yeah. Folding boat's cool. Yeah, folding boat's cool. Turns into a small boat or a large ship. What is a folding boat? Is it just what it sounds like? It's just what it sounds like. It's a boat that folds up and you put in your pocket. That's pretty cool. (laughs) If someone used the rage spell on Reeton, would it act like his rage or would it only act like the rage spell? Oh, that's a good question, rage. I would imagine it would be the Rage spell. So I know there was something that I thought was similar to Rage that... Well, actually, according to this, the effect is otherwise identical with a Barbarian's Rage. So if you have Barbarian Rage powers, you would be able to use them while raging. 
But he would only get the plus two to strength and con instead of his plus six, I think, at this point. Right. Uh, I see. So it'd be like a normal rage. Okay. Yeah, but it wouldn't make you fatigued at the end. And it lasts for duration is concentration. Plus round per level. That's not bad. No. It's, it's just the caster has to concentrate. Yeah. Which is a standard action or move action? Standard. Yeah, I mean, having that as a wand just open you with it so you don't have to constantly rage. 7,600... I don't have the money. I have 3,500 GP right now. How much does it cost? 7,650. I'm not saying you have to. I'm just saying it might be decent to use on the both of us for kind of trash mobs. Yeah. But even trash mobs, we can just take out without doing stuff. Yeah. I think we'll just take out the trash mobs. I'm going to save my overabundant gold. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Miserly. Divine Scroll of Searing Light. Divine Scroll of Lesser Gias. Gaius. It's like Quest. Yeah, Gaius or Gis, depending upon how you pronounce it. Dr. Gaius, Dr. Gaius. It, it essentially compels a quest onto somebody. Okay, yeah. Sure. If they don't do it within a certain amount of time frame, they suffer consequences. I.e., the narrative spell. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shadow Walk. 50 miles per hour on the border of the Shadow Plane. Wasn't Saris doing that sort of stuff? She was going to. She didn't quite make it. How's she doing, by the way? She's alive again, right? Yeah, she's alive. Yeah. Off in Fort Rannick or something. Yeah, Tev yeah. brought her back, and is uh, she's just chilling in Fort Rannick. What's a wand of floating disc? A uh, floating disc is a utility spell. Okay. Yeah, it's just an invisible platform. That you can throw things on, and it holds, like, huge amounts of treasure or something. It's like a, a wheelbarrow that flo- flies. And unfortunately, you can't ride it yourself unless you take a fee, yeah. which, which we can get. Yeah, there's a, it's like a prestige class or something that lets you do it. I've always wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. There's just a feat called uh, Floating Disc Trick, but it's, like, a 2014 feat. Oh. <laughs> Dang it. And I just wanted to take the feat just so I can I'm not even ride it. I just want to sit on it and float. <laughs> right. <laughs> I put this lazy boy on top of my destructor disc and I just cruise around. Yeah. <laughs> Call yourself the Rune Lord of Sloth. Yeah, we've seen someone do something like that already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually very fair. We we killed someone for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's not why we killed him. It's just a coincidence. <laughs> we killed him because he didn't like it. <laughs> you lazy bastard. <laughs> You're gonna die for that. I wanted to be lazy. Took the lazy boy from him. The lazy boy. Dude, what if we what if we decided not to stop Rune Lord Karzug, but just become the other Rune Lords ourselves? Fight fire with fire, right? Become the embodiment of sins. I clean slop. Vraskin could be pride. I agree with that. Except for the fact that I literally have a wrath mark on my forehead. Yeah, he does have that. You know, just... But I wanted to be wrath. <laughs> There's seven sins and four characters. <laughs> More than one sin can be applied. Fine, Hugo will be lust. <laughs> but no, no, we cannot become the Rune Lords of Sin. We need three more people. <laughs> <laughs> The first treasure list, is that when we arrived, or was that at the end of the week? The first treasure list was when you arrived. So we get one more treasure list before we got to go? Okay. I was just going to give you two of them. Okay, that's fine. I'm just trying to give us a little edge here. I guess it doesn't hurt anything. All right. Look, we're gamers, and there's the opportunity to look at new random loot. You think (laughs) we aren't going to take that? All right, new and updated. There's that dopamine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank your, you, Clint. You got your clickbait going. <laughs> There's a blessed book there. Potion of Draconic Reservoir. Eh, it's not great. 
I imagine you probably have better. There's another immovable rod there. I can get a third one. You have that, but they also have um, Slay Living, Divine Scroll of Slay Living. Ooh. That thing I could already do. Yeah. One more time. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. The other thing to do is look at your spell list and find higher level spells. I could cast up to seventh level spells right now. Seventh level spells are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Well, you can actually cast from a scroll a higher caster level or a higher spell level as long as you meet the caster level requirements. That I could absolutely do. Can we get scrolls made at eighth level? Mm-hmm. Spell casting is up to eighth. Uh, that is to say, is that affordable within the Magnumar budget? I was going to say it sounds extremely expensive. Scrolls shouldn't be that much more expensive. 3,000 for Cleric, Druid, Wizard, Sorcerers, 3,200. Maybe I'll review those 8th and ninth level spells, and um, when we all join hands to teleport next week, we'll find out if they're available or not. Mm-hmm. I think we're ready for that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm looking at those Ring of Connor spells, but I have so many rings, it's not, I can't, it's not practical. Yeah, you can only use two at a time. Just, yep, yep, I have three, and I just can't keep piling rings on, so... Yeah, so it's not worth it because it would just be me having to swap out instead of having to swap out my ring of sustenance all the time. It'd just be active, but it's mm-hmm. fine. Or ring of blinking, rather. That's the one that I have to swap out. Oh, um, Meridian Belt. Meridian Belt. Yes. This belt allows a creature to wear a magical ring on each foot in addition to the ring on each hand, though only two rings function at any given time. As a swift action, the wearer can change which of his rings are active, both hands, both feet, left hand and right foot, and so on. For example, a creature could wear a ring of protection, energy resistance, swimming, and counter spells. Switching between any two of them is a swift action each round. At a, a swift action? Oh. Yeah. Belt does not change the type of action required to activate a ring. For example, ring of invisibility is still a standard action to activate, but allows the wearer to easily switch between constant powers of several worn rings. That's actually a good idea. Well, the belt is worn wearing a ring on the foot counts toward the attunement process of certain rings, such as ring of sustenance, even if the belt isn't used to make that ring active during the attunement period. Okay, that's fine. And it's only a thousand GP. Yeah. Yeah, Very cheap. Can we do a search on that, maybe? You're looking for one? Yeah, let me look for one. If you don't have a belt slot, that's the only thing. I have a perfection belt. You find one. I'll buy it anyways. It's a thousand gold. 2012, so we're good. Did that say, like, ring of sustenance would not become inactive from the switch? Oh, it becomes inactive. But it still counts towards the attunement. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. Hugo, you have a question? Yeah. Um, I'm looking at these spells here, and God, ninth level cleric spells are just so good. Could I find a scroll or, like, a bundle of scrolls of overwhelming presence? That sounds like the sort of thing Hugo would be in love with. Let me see what that is. Is that eighth or ninth? That is ninth. Uh, unless it's a bard, which is sixth. Okay. Well, I think you could find it as a bard spell. <laughs> this spell is ridiculous. That's that's a Hugo spell through and through. That's definitely a Hugo spell. Okay. We shall just roll the dice until we have a failure. 73, success. I'll take one. 81, failure. I'll take one. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Overwhelming presence. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it just causes everyone to uh, prostrate themselves before the caster. That's fine. If you're flying, you have to land. <laughs> the, these creatures are considered to be helpless for the duration, which is a ramper level. They can try to break free doing new saving throws, which is a full rat action that does not provoke attacks of opportunity. 
And then even if they recover, they take a die six points of wisdom drain and are staggered for a die four rounds. <laughs> and if you if you make the initial save, you're still staggered for one round. Mm-hmm. That's the minimum effect. Cleric spells are great, aren't they? Pretty great. But it is ninth level. It's amazing. That's uh, 3,825 gold, right? That's what I spent. Perfect. I could pick up a few scrolls of True Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Might not be a bad idea. Yeah, those would come in handy. Does anybody want to throw down on that? I'll toss in 33 gold. How much are they? There is at least one available. It's going to cost an additional 25,000 gold, though. I'm pretty sure you need to pay for that. Yes, you have to pay the additional costs. Yes. I have 3,500 gold. You want to give it to me? Sure. 3,533. Okay. <laughs> That's totally fair. Aristotle, did you want to throw down on a chance of coming back? No strings attached? How much more do you need? About 25. Well, I don't have that much. <laughs> I don't 25. need that. I could afford several of these. I just, I, I would like to have some help if that's cool. Okay. As much as you're willing to give. Uh, I'll toss a thousand. I'll take it. Okay, one is sold. Do you want another one? I could afford at least one more. Let's check. 52, success. All right. Uh, I cannot afford another one, though. Okay, two true reses are in your pocket. Nice. All right, that'll help a lot. You're welcome, guys. Anyone else while we're here in Magnamar? Alex, since you picked up the belt and you're Mm -hmm. going to at least be trying to do stuff with that, did you also want to pick up one of those rings of counterspells? Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. How much is it's going to cost me? Four grand, I think. Four grand to do the tattoo as well. I don't have that much now. I'm 400 away from being able to afford that and doing the spell tattoo. 400? Yeah, I have 7,860. Still like 200 away. Wait, do we sell that added armor? The plus three padded armor? Plus four. Plus four. No, I, I, I don't think you have. Yeah, plus four increased cold resistance padded armor. So that is a plus 42,000 bonus on top of a whatever it is base. Oh, that's mm-hmm. expensive then. It's a Which lot. gets an additional 16,000 plus whatever padded armor is. Um, five. Each person gets an additional 7,288. One silver and two copper. And with that, I still have 200 platinum. Jeebus. Okay. Anything else before we leave? I will buy that ring of counterspell. Okay. Sold. So, Nathan, you took the Earthbreaker? I did take the Earthbreaker. I don't know if I'll ever use it. If you want to sell it, that'd be good. It's good to use against bludgeoning required creatures. And constructs. Constructs. Yeah. Undead. It's a construct bane. So, yeah. Constructs. Yeah, it's designed for constructs. Yep. Mm-hmm. How often are we going to deal with constructs? Quite often. Karzuk loves to use them. He's used them plenty against you. I guess that's actually fair. He has. Hold on to that. Golems, giant statues. Giant statues of him. Yep. Of oh, him. who's that? The the mayor of this town? He has some some golems we could use that on. Oh, Lord Mayor Grobaris, yeah. He's yeah. got a shield guardian. Yeah, that's right. Not anymore. <laughs> there is at least one spell scroll I want to get of ninth. Okay. We get a scroll of transmute blood to acid. Okay. How much does that cost? Uh, ninth level. So 3825 Yep. Materials is a wax out and vial of acid worth 10 gold. So I'll subtract an additional 10 off that cost. Yeah. Oh, you just transmute their blood into acid. Yeah. That's not terrifying at all. Yeah. Okay. This is a horrifying spell. 
Yeah, especially considering the fact that for every die six, it does an additional point of damage because of my bloodline. Now, Reeton, it looks like Raskin's a transmuter. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. You have a weapon that's bane against him when he's in dragon form. Yes. <laughs> it's always good to have something. Hey, I, I also use a decent amount of abjuration. <laughs> You're not a transmuter per se. No. Look, I have a lot of pit spells, so if anything, I'm a conjurer. Can I sell that belt of physical might that I have? Yes. You want to take more time? Maybe you could do that, get your components, spend your money, mm -hmm. and then bring it with you, and then finish it in the fence. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because I don't have enough time to do all the tattooing here. Right. But I can right. do it as a continuing project. Yes. Okay, cool. So let's do it that way. All right. Spend your money buying all the components and bits. Which I have the stuff for that already. But... Quill, ink, needles, all that stuff. Yeah, I have like a nice tattoo kit. It goes with my smoking kit. Okay, cool. Anyone else have anything they need to do? Hugo. Nope. Raskin. I don't think so. Reeton. No, I think I'm good. Aristotle, are you ready to teleport us home or back? Uh, I am. Okay, and you're going to go to the Fen, right? Can we get there with the greater teleport? I thought we have to fly. You have enough of a direction to get to the Fens. Okay. Enough of a description. It's the Fen of the Ice Mist. It's at the top of the Azevan River. It's good enough to know what, where to go. And then Hugo? And Aristotle is going to be making shelter for us via magic. This isn't going to... Uh, I guess what I'm saying is, should we pick up tents? He's got his mansion. Yeah, I can do Mage's Magnificent Mansion. That's what I figured we were doing. You conjure up an extra-dimensional dwelling that has a single entrance on the plane from which the spell was cast. The entry point looks like a faint shimmering in the air that is four feet wide and eight feet high. Only those you designate may enter the mansion, and the portal is shut and made invisible behind you when you enter. You may open it again from your own side at will. Once observers have passed beyond the entrance, they are in a magnificent foyer with, a number, with numerous chambers beyond. The atmosphere is clean, fresh, and warm. You can create any floor plan you desire to the limit of the spell's effect. The place is furnished and contains sufficient foodstuffs to serve a nine-course banquet to a dozen people per caster level. A staff of near-transparent servants, as many as two per caster level, liveried and obedient, wait upon all who enter. The servants are mindless and will perform simple tasks at your command. They can run and fetch things, open unstuck doors, and hold chairs as well as clean and mend. A servant can perform only simple tasks at your command, or one activity at a time, but will repeat the same activity over and over again if told to do so. A servant can open normal doors, drawers, lids, and the like, and each servant has an effective strength score of 2. It can trigger traps and such, but it can only exert 20 pounds of force which is not enough to activate certain pressure plates and other devices. And then the rest of the tech just goes on about what servants are able to do, but we have a mansion that's on a different plane of existence. Is everyone else excited to have a fun two weeks at Aristotle's Crack House? Yeah. <laughs> sure thing. Be our guest, be our guest, let us help you on your quest. <laughs> All right, so you have teleported yourselves to the Fen of the Ice Mists. Okay... You are now at a just about f almost 15,000 feet of height. And the Phantom River of Awe leads through a partially frozen wetland, the Fen of the Ice Mists. Once a lake, this region was clogged with silt by several volcanic eruptions at the time of Thassalon's fall, creating this treacherous and unique high-altitude fen. The waters of the Ice Mists are in a constant state of freezing and thawing with the mix of high-altitude and latent volcanism creating a mist-shrouded frozen region of water and swaths of icy mud. 
No plants exist in the ice mists apart from the ever-present stalks of strange pale fungi and clots of floating lichens that cover and hide deep tarns of freezing water. The entire region has about it a chilling aura of frozen menace. The fen of the ice mist is riddled with hummocks of solid ground and protruding rocks. Careful travelers can move through the fen without falling into the water, but doing so requires someone in the party to make a DC-25 survival check once per hour. That's if you are not flying. Flight should be pretty doable for all of us here, right? Yeah, I got a carpet. The fen is about two miles wide, but due to the treacherous nature of the path, if you're moving on foot, you move at 10% your normal speed. And with that, we will explore the Fen of the Ice Mists, looking for your road to Jin Celeste next time on Rise of the Rewards. Say Jin Celeste bust, everybody. Jin Celeste bust! Jin Celeste bust. Jin Celeste or bust. Goodbye now. Goodbye, everyone. I don't want to bust. Bust makes me feel good. <laughs>